Today is Wear Red for Ed Day. A general show of support for public education here in Springfield, specifically a show of support for teachers as they continue in the uh, contract negotiation process with District 186. On the line with us now is Aaron Graves. He's the president of the Springfield Education Association, where they've got an event this evening ahead of tonight's Springfield School Board meeting. Aaron, thanks for joining us live here on the air this afternoon. We appreciate it. Hey, great to be here, Jim. Thank you. Okay, explain to me where where you are and where uh, a lot of your uh, fellow teachers and union members will be gathering here this evening. What's going on there tonight? Hey, Jim. So we're going to be uh, out in front of uh, the district office at 1900 West Monroe this evening, uh, rallying around our students, uh, our families, community, and for a, a better contract for our union members. Everybody all decked out in red then, in keeping with the theme today? We are red to the hilt. We've got almost 100 members here already, uh, with more piling in every every second. This is going to all get settled behind closed doors, so why the public display? Why the red shirts? Why try to, to, to put this out in, in front of the public when ultimately you'll have to negotiate this with the, the district, with school board members, and with the administration? What's the public's role in all of this? Well, well good question, Jim. I mean, first of all, I mean, it's, it's Red for Ed Day, and we're doing this statewide, so I mean, you just have to open up your newspaper and you see uh, our brothers and sisters up in Rockford uh, were, were together in red as the Secretary of Education jumped off the plane there. Uh, and a lot of their concerns are the same concerns we have down here. Uh, locally, uh, as far as the public, we wanted to show the district that the public does support us. Uh, and uh, we hear the district you know, talk about fiscal responsibility, and, and we're not trying to shirk that. However, uh, being fiscally responsible and uh, helping to make a a living wage for folks and and paying people what they deserve for the hard work they're doing in the community, um, it can be the same thing. Well, how do we how do we balance that then? I mean, you know, I, I, I tend to agree that people are generally supportive of teachers, uh, but until you start putting dollar amounts to it, then they start saying, well, hang on a second here. I want to make sure there's enough money for other stuff, too, and I want to make sure they're not going to raise my taxes to pay for any of this. So how do we sure. how do we balance that need for fiscal responsibility on the one hand with giving teachers what we feel like they deserve on the other? Well, as, as a citizen, you gotta you gotta pay attention and do your homework. So we we passed this one percent countywide referendum, which was bringing ten million dollars uh, to to Springfield, estimated ten million dollars a year. Uh, that's for uh, for hardened structures. However, uh, there's a there was a legislation passed uh, this summer at the state house, which states that some of that money can be used for security and mental health professionals. Obviously, because we need it. Uh, if you paid attention to the board minutes, $2.6 million in local money coming coming into the school, school district. Uh, fair funding is bringing more money to Springfield. The working cash uh, in Springfield is up from 50 days to 80-some since 2014. So the district is in a far better financial position, and the, and the community should feel great about that. But, uh, you know, to continue to build up the reserves while – uh, teachers' assistants and security guards and occupational therapists and nurses and teachers uh, don't see an increase uh, in their in their livelihood and, and and something better for them. That sure seems unfair to me. You uh, have decided to uh, seek a mediator to come in. The district is on board with this as well. Have those talks with mediator been scheduled yet? 
So we both reached out. However, we do not have a firm date. Uh, I would expect in the next couple of weeks, because it's in nobody's best interest, uh, to put that off. Um, and obviously, you it takes some time to schedule this. You've got to bring somebody in to actually do it, get a time that works for everybody. Uh, and it seems like, based upon what I've heard from both you and from Superintendent Jennifer Gill, uh, this is not going to get resolved in one session here. So it looks like this this could go on for a while. Are, are teachers okay to keep working under the previous contract to work without a, a new contract firmly in place indefinitely? No, we will not continue to work indefinitely. Um, it's it, like that's the whole concept of renegotiations. Now, but but we're reasonable. Uh, we're you know we're not going to take this thing off a cliff. But but we will not continue to work month after month after month with no resolution. Um, it, it's just not right to uh, to our students, to our members, to the community. We're hearing from um, uh, the the state, they're telling state agencies, start making plans for some fairly substantial cuts in your budgets just in case. We keep hearing the rumblings about the possibility of a national recession. I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of uncertainty going into the year 2020. We don't know exactly what the the fiscal climate is going to be nationally, statewide, or locally. Uh, Are you, what are you looking for in terms of the length of a deal here? Would you be willing to, to take a one-year contract and just see where things stand a year from now to make sure that the district doesn't get overextended? We absolutely would, Jim. I mean, our members in the district prefer a multi-year contract because nobody likes likes to be, uh, you know, at odds with each other. Uh, however, uh, you know, we'd be willing to take a, a fair deal that's just a one-year to, to lead the district uh, to see see what happens in a year. Right. We're totally okay with that. Although, again, our members would prefer a multi-year with with years of 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 a fair contract. We're talking with uh, Aaron Gray, Springfield Education Association president, about the uh, the situation now with the contract talks. And again, uh, a big public display this evening outside the school board offices tonight ahead of the meeting to uh, send a message that uh, the community is supporting teachers and rallying uh, around them. You and I have talked about this before. You've talked about the, the pay issue and that there's still a pretty significant gap there. You've talked about some health and safety issues for teachers, including uh, the, the need for an employee assistance program uh can you speak to are there any other you know big sticking points here right now have you had discussions on things like class size working conditions school and classroom safety and making sure that that teachers are protected in the workplace Uh, are any of those things uh uh, still up for discussion we we absolutely have jim uh safety and security is is right there on the top list for us uh you know there there is a level of chaos uh, in particular, uh, some buildings and some classrooms more than others. Um, and, and we're not okay with that, honestly, because uh, chaos in classrooms and buildings equates to a lack of academic progress and a safe feeling for students and, and our members. Uh, so that's one of the things that we're standing firm on. Um, you, you know, we're a ways apart on, on, on uh, resources and programs for at-risk youth. Uh, we have no district-wide sweeping plans to address students who are falling through the behavior and academic gaps. We are bargaining for improvements in those areas, but we understand it takes a commitment of resources. 
At you this, mentioned class. Oh, sorry. No, no, you, please, no you, you, you finished because you were talking about class. I think we're starting to go into class sizes. Let's talk about that well, a little bit. Class, class size. So, you know, again, the districts made some positive efforts on this front. Uh, and I mentioned some of the efforts they made uh, last interview. But let's say, you know, 85% of the kindergarten classes are at a reasonable size. That means 15% are not. You only get one chance at kindergarten. And that is a critical year for our kids, especially if they're coming in at a lower level than they ever have before. It, it's tough s- to come back from a few years of, of, of not being successful. At the same time, you know, we, we see the standardized test scores that come out year after year, and it shows that a lot of kids in District 186 aren't at the level that we have decided they should be at in terms of, of conforming to the standards set by the state. How, to what extent should teachers be held accountable for that? We're not trying to shirk our responsibilities at all. Uh, we, we think that we should be held accountable, as accountable as, as the next district across the state and, and across the nation. Um, what you're seeing um, here in Springfield is probably no different than any other, any other interurban, but it's as far as test scores go. But, I mean, if you want to just say, well, that's just the way it is, that's the nature of the, the interurban school district, uh, I guess you could do that. Or you could say, look, this is, this is the problem at hand. What are we going to do to try to address it? I know that you you can't negotiate a lot of this in detail on the radio. I'm not expecting you to, but I think something you know from the public they they'll listen to this and they'll say, you know what, yeah, we we want teachers to you know to be uh, fairly paid, fairly compensated, benefits, so on and so forth. Uh, but a lot of folks are going to look to and say, okay, but what are you guys doing in return? What are what concessions are you making? What are you willing to put on the table uh, it, to to show that you're bargaining in good faith too? Can you point to anything like that? Sure. Um, so, as far as what we're willing to give, I mean, it's it's a give and take on anything. We're uh, well, I don't want to say things that we necessarily give on but we understand we can't have we can't have the moon and the sun uh, we we brought over 40 some proposals to the table and we felt that every one of them had had merit um but in the end uh we're gonna stand strong to the ones that are based around things that are good good for our students and good for all of our members we're obviously all uh, interested in the outcome of this. We'll be keeping a close eye on these negotiations. Let us know when you got that mediator set and scheduled and when we can start uh, looking again to see how this all goes. In the meantime, people who want to show their support can uh, swing by the Springfield School Board meeting tonight. Uh, if you can't uh, stop in, at least drive past before the meeting. Maybe uh, honk the horn a little bit for those teachers who are gathered there in red uh, as a show of support for public education here in Springfield. Aaron Grace, president of the Springfield Education Association. I always appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jim. You're strong.